Babe, wake up. It's a new furthest from perfect. All right, ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome back to the furthest from perfect podcast. This is episode eight, officially. Um, thank you for all the support. There's been some new people listening and uh, and checking out the show. And we really appreciate it. Uh, no matter how you found us, we appreciate that you're here checking us out. We got some shit that we got to talk about today. So first of all, Stephen, how you been? Uh, I've been good, man. Uh, just been trying to stay busy with the the holidays and work in retail and such. Yeah, just fucking, just fucking vibing. Yeah, just chilling it's the a, fuck out. It's a it's a nice thing about going from like a monster store to a baby store. Like their like holiday traffic is like a normal weekend from where I'm from. So it's like like everyone else is in there is panicking. Like, oh my god, we're so busy, and I just laugh. Like, you have no idea. Like, I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna go sit down for a second and like go vibe in the break room. I don't blame you. That's what I would do. Just say fuck it. Yeah, Bought sometimes it. it's hard to sometimes it's hard to turn off this like the the supervisor brain, right? Cuz like part of my job as a ma- manager is like you got to be hands off and I struggle so much with it. Um but I'm definitely getting better. Like the better my team gets, dude, the more lazy I get and I'm totally with it. <laughs> <laughs> I've just been big vibing. <laughs> oh. Well, I don't know if this affects you at all, but this is huge for me and huge for Kylie. Um and huge for anybody who's listening to this who has to deal with this. But uh, they they halted student loan payments again. Did you see that shit? What? I did yeah. not see that. That's actually yeah. huge, though. So they initially halted it through January. Well, they initially halted it through, like, fucking sometime this year. It was, like, September. Then they pushed it back to December. And then they pushed it back to the end of January. And they sent an email to everybody and was like, this is the last time. They were, like, fucking being, <laughs> like, some dad who's, like, giving you fucking cookies or something. This is the last fucking one. It's the last time I give you money. Like, and they were, like, this is the last time. It's, like, this really aggressive fucking email. And, like, Kylie got it and she let me read it and I laughed at it. Um, they pushed it back to the end of January. And then now, uh, claiming that it's due to COVID and the pandemic and shit like that, uh, and it's for the economy, old, uh, old Biden... Froze, froze payments through May 1st. So that's big for anybody. If you guys didn't know, now you know your fucking payments. Don't start paying the bitches. Fuck them. Um, there's a lot of people that actually think that they're, they've are they been pushing them back, pushing them back, pushing them back, and then they're going to cancel them. That's what they're trying to do. That they're trying to... Sweet. They're trying to ease people into it, right? So it's like they push them back, push them back, push them back for two years, right? And then all of a sudden they're just like, well, nobody's paid in two years, so fuck it. Yeah, we're still managing without anybody paying anything. Yeah, like, and regardless of how you feel about it, like, it's one of those things, it's one of those changes where, like, the people that are mad about it are only going to be mad about it for, like, a short time. It's not like this is going to be, like, an ongoing thing where, like, they're mad about it years from now. They're going to be like, oh, my God, how unfair is this, da-da-da-da-da, and then they'll let it go after, like, a month, and then everybody who, like, got them repaid, they're, like, happier about it. Um, Honestly, like... People will have more money to spend. People's uh, credit will go up, which will help with things like fucking buying houses and shit. Yeah, I'm like a fan st- of student loan debt cancellation because, we, you know, we've got them coming out the fucking ass because Kylie put herself through Ohio State. So it's like, right. <laughs> well, it's just like, dude, like, I think <clears throat> I've always said for years, dude, like going to college is not worth the expense that you pay. 
No. Like, it, you should not have to pay as much money to get an education. Like, don't get me wrong, dude. Like, if you want to pursue something like a, like a further education, like I said, if you're going to become a doctor, lawyer, whatever, like, you know that's going to be expensive, like, cool. It is what it is. Right. But, like, you got people out there trying to get, like, business degrees, and they're a business major that's going to be working at McDonald's when they graduate, and they spent $32,000 on their, their scholarship or their on their degree. Right. Like, what? Right. And like by the time they get out, like they're paying on it over the next ten years because, like that degree got them nowhere and nothing, right? right? Like, it, like I, I, well, I think you and I were the ones that were talking about it. Where like, the the generational type, like uh, your parent, like our parents and our grandparents, oh, you got to go to school, you got to go to college because like that's what they did back in their day, right? Yeah, people but, got like, scammed into going. It, but and then not only that, but like think of what colleges cost back then. Some colleges didn't even cost money to go to, right? Yeah, like, uh, yeah. so to me, it's like, unless if you're going to go, like, I need this degree to pursue what I want to do with my life. Right. I, I just, I think college, I, it's not worth the money. It's not worth the money. It's, 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 uh, it's way too high of an expense, man. So I'm right there with you. I'm all for canceling out, uh, student loans man like a lot of people on my team would be stupid excited because like obviously being in the profession i am like i i'm a leader of like younger like millennials like early 20s right and just i like always ask them like hey why are you going to school like i'm not saying like choose best buy over schooling like school is way more important than best buy trust me if i was good at anything i wouldn't be here right but like what i want you to understand is like if you're going with the whim of like i don't know i'll figure it out by my senior year then right. you're wasting your time. Right. Yeah, I, I totally get it. I think that uh, college is a fucking racket, dude. It's one of the most successful rackets that there's ever been. Um, we had an entire generation. You made that point of, of like our generation growing up, dude. They were like fucking go to college. Like we came from working class parents right like people that had trades uh your your dad's a truck driver like um my dad worked on like heating and air conditionings like it's like trades that that made good money and like they were like hey don't bust your ass like we've had to don't do that go to college get you an easy job that where you're working in an office whatever so go to college bury yourself in debt and then whenever you get out realize that there are no jobs uh we got we got it drilled into our fucking brain to go to school um to to get degrees and uh and and they didn't really tell us what to go for. They were just like, just go to college. That's all that matters. And in reality, it doesn't. Like, I'm sorry, your liberal arts degree probably isn't going to do much. Um, the, one of the best things that you can go to college for is something generic like communications. Like, you can get a job in a lot of fields just because they're like, oh, communications, that, uh, that teaches you how to talk to people. Awesome. You know, like, you can use that degree. Um, you can use certain tech degrees uh, and, and things like that. And like, But now, like, even tech degrees... Um, you can just get certifications for programming. You don't even have to go to school for this. You can be a self-taught programmer through all sorts of free sources and things like that, where you're certified in certain programming languages. You right. put together, you do a few projects, put together a resume and boom, you can land a fucking tech job, dude. Like you don't have to bury yourself in $50,000 of debt, um, to go and make $50,000 a year, you know? And like, they make you pay your loans back based on your fucking income, which that seems all cool and everything, but they don't adjust the interest rate based on your income. So, uh, I've seen people that started out 
with $70,000 in loans, they've paid back $50,000 of that loan and they still owe like fucking $60,000. Like they've only made a dent of like 10 grand, even though they've almost paid the entirety of the loan back. They're yep. fucking predatory, dude. And anybody that says that they're not are people that didn't go to school and they're trying to act like they were smarter than everybody for not going. They're trying to act like, like it's like people, if I'm being a hundred percent honest here, like, I'm sorry if you're one of these people, uh, but I'm going to, I'm going to fucking hurt your feelings for a second. Like you weren't smarter for not going to college. <laughs> you either couldn't afford it or you weren't smart enough or talented enough to get scholarships to go. That's just like facts. Like, because everybody was telling you to go to school. Everybody was telling you to, to do this. Or maybe you didn't have an interest. Like, there are people that didn't have an interest in it, but they can see the predatory side of the loans. If you're talking about college loans not being predatory, um, they're the only thing that stays on your fucking record if you apply for bankruptcy. You cannot apply for bankruptcy and get your student loans off anymore. Like, so you want to talk about how it's not predatory. That shit follows you forever. It's one of the only things on your credit report, if you default on your loans, that doesn't fall off after seven years. They'll right. just garnish your fucking wages. They'll go into your literal fucking bank account and take your wages. And on top of that, people get fired from jobs because they don't want to pay. They have to pay the processing fees for them garnishing your wages. So there are some jobs that will fire you if you have wage garnishments because they don't want to pay the extra fees for them taking that out of your checks. And like, and in your situation, I know you had your wages garnished and well, shit to, to say, try to I pay back a loan. Yeah, and you didn't even you didn't even know it was happening. No. Well, like well, the frustrating thing about mine, man, is because exactly what you said, um they don't care how long it's been. And no. in my case, like they had, they had sent it out to like a third party contractor or whatever to garnish my wages after I'd already paid it. Like I had already paid yeah. my student loans, but you didn't keep the one fucking receipt saying that like you that did it. it and then they, off and, yep. they resold the account to a fucking collection agency and they just sit there and just, just fucking rail you in the dick repeatedly. Yeah, like I can only imagine, man, like if I wasn't working all that overtime and I just didn't realize that I was having $600 a check just taken away, like yeah. I just didn't, I didn't realize, man, like stupid me. But then like at the very end, like I can't remember what, what it like, didn't I find that out whenever, um, I finally walked away from Kroger and I started like checking, like pulling my pay stubs. Yeah. I saw like where I said like garnishment one, garnishment two. And I was like, where, what did I get garnished? And when I looked into it, it was the student loans that I had already paid three years prior. Yeah, like Bro, they, and they'll man. just resell the account. That's all they do. They 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 put it out to a fucking collection agency, um, and then they resell the account. These collection agencies are predatory because they don't give a fuck. They don't they don't care. They just they just like want to collect money. They they buy accounts. They buy debt. They take on debt on purpose. Essentially, they buy accounts to try to collect money and. Again, there's people that like are trying to act all high and mighty. Like if if you couldn't pay it back, why did you uh, why did you take out the money? Oh, gee, I don't know. Maybe because everybody that we ever trusted growing up told us that we would get a job to make enough money. The people that we relied on lied to us, 
told us that we were going to make enough money and that we could pay these loans back. Uh, no problem, because we'd get a job right out of college uh, with good benefits and, and with our we'd be able to use our degree and be whatever we wanted growing up. You know, you know how that lie was fucking told yep. to you over and over and over. Yep. You can be whatever you want. Yeah. Oh, you're super interested in um, in, in fucking plants. OK, yeah, you can be a herbal. You can be an herbologist. No, no big deal. Just go, just go fucking do it. Oh, you're so interested in poetry. Okay, awesome. You can be a poet and you can, you can get a degree in literature and you can uh, travel the world and write poetry. That's the lies that we were all fed growing up. The people that we loved and relied on fucking Lime. told us this because <laughs> they were lied to as right. well. It was like, that was the fucking shit that they were being pitched. Uh, and, and in reality, like, my parents' generation, the people that were going to college, as stupid as it sounds, they were all draft dodgers. Like, that yeah. was, like, what it was. Like, whenever we were growing up, like, my parents and, and even, like, you know, my some people's grandparents, depending on how old they were when they were having kids, they, were, they weren't going to college because they were super interested in school. College was, was a, a, a thing of higher education where you needed a degree to get some of these jobs. Um, but there was tons of factory work. There was tons of trade work. They were teaching people how to work with their hands, and that still exists, but the programs are being taken out of the schools. Like, if you don't go to a certain school, they don't even offer trade programs anymore like they used to. So people right. don't even know it's an option. Like, kids are growing up lacking information that, like, oh, shit, you mean I can go be a plumber or a welder and make a really good living working with my hands? Well, how do I get into these programs? Oh, lo and behold, those are some of the first programs cut out of a lot of these fucking public schools. Right. Is that those stepping stones to get into these trade schools to seek them out. So that's why I always think it's really obnoxious because some kid grew up like out here, like in, you know, fucking Northern Ohio where it's all farms around, they still have trade programs because that's all that's around is farm work. But you want to talk right. about you go into the city, they don't offer these programs. They don't offer welding. They don't offer fucking uh, uh, plumbing or, or early, um, electricians trades like in in city schools they fucking they, they cut all that shit out because they don't like they want people to take out loans they want people to to bury themselves in debt to try to go to college for a quote-unquote pipe dream that they don't even fucking need like that's what i'm talking about when i say these things are predatory inherently you're lying to children to get them to take government money like you're making a deal with the devil essentially like this is your only hope this is your only chance yeah. to do if you want to be in life. if you want to be successful in life you right. got to do all this you got to do this you got to borrow money from the fucking government you got to like and who gets fucked isn't necessarily the like everybody always talks about like oh it's because poor people want it no the middle class gets fucked more than anything there are fewer grants and scholarships for the middle class than there is for the lower class because there's tons Absolutely. of of programs in place that help lower income families get grants and uh, and scholarships and all sorts of things to go to college even if it's a community college like you can fucking go um and and essentially go for free and in some cases have leftover money to live on because that was at least um in my experience what what was happening with with all of my friends um i initially went on a fucking athletic scholarship and then lost my athletic scholarship and went on um a couple of loans and academics but if if you're not if you're in the middle class you pay so much out of pocket because they assume you have enough money to pay for it so they don't give you the government assistance necessary. Um, right. Obviously, if you're fucking 
if you're in that upper class, if you got a fucking dual income family where both parents are making a hundred K a year, like you can just pay to have them go. Like you can just pay out of pocket. It's not like it's nothing. Right. Right. Um, but the middle class gets fucking railed, bro. And they sell you, um, they lie to your parents to get your parents invested. And then the parents put the pressure on the, on the kids and don't give them the resources to understand what a trade school is, to understand that there's options, to understand that you don't have to take money out. They, they just at all costs get them in college. And then colleges are frequently, frequently upping their, uh, their tuition costs. They're um, putting money in the pockets of the the people that run these schools the people that run universities are some of the most wealthy fucking people in the country oh, you'll never hear about it yep it's crazy absolutely well, bad shit you gotta sit there and think about it man like in theory what does that money go to uh supposedly like, it's supposed like, to go to you know paying for your education for your experience for your knowledge and, and I understand all that, right? But like, you think of like a like a Harvard and a Yale and a a Brown and stuff like that. Like, yeah, they don't don't get me wrong. Like professors in those colleges make more money, right? But when you think about it in like I don't know logical sense, most of those colleges, it's the students that are paying for the development of like all these other like additional studies that you see come out in the news. Yale studies say this, and like they're doing freaking research on how video games affect a kid's brain. Like what? Uh, yeah. Like what? Like that's what the tuition's paying for? They're just pocketing the money, dude. Like that's all it really goes to. It's like, oh yeah, because like enrollment gets so high or whatever. Uh, you know, that's why they put so much money into sports because Kylie said that after, so like I think it was her senior year, no, her junior year at Ohio State. Ohio State won the national championship in football, right? The next year, it was so hard to get into Ohio State because enrollment had skyrocketed because sports are free advertisement for the university. 1,000%. Like, whether people want to believe it, whether you like sports, whether you don't like sports, they're advertisement for the university. Look at how great our school is. Come to fucking Alabama. You love football? Come to fucking Alabama. There's a whole culture built around it, and, and it increases enrollment rates. Um, and then because it increases enrollment rates, they can then be like, hey, it's super hard to get in here. Slide us a few extra thousand dollars on top of your tuition, and then you can come in. It's expensive to go to these fucking big universities when they're doing well at sports, uh, ironically. Like, it doesn't even have anything to do with education. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's crazy. Right. You yeah, know, it's not like they have the top program in this, so that's why it costs more. No, it costs more because we're good at football. Yeah, it's... It's hard does reality, man. But like that, that was the whole reason why I, like I told you, like I ended up not going back. Cause I was like, when I, as I was pursuing stuff with Kroger and I was like, I can get to where I need to be without it. So like right. if I were to enroll right now, like I don't know what I'm doing. So like the, the, the exactly what you said, the predatory thing is, well, oh, just, just go get your electives, go get your electives. Right. And you do electives for three damn years. And then you decide that you finally know what you want to go into. Oh, by the way, it's going to take you another three years because the three years of classes you just took will do nothing towards what you're actually going to go into. Exactly. It's a fucking loop of taking advantage of people who, uh, you know, trust people. Like, that's really what it is. Like, I trusted fucking everything everybody told me. I really did. And, um, you know, 
I can tell you right now, like looking like we're raising a generation of people that may not go to college, like right. realistically, like it's it's becoming a sham because you went from the generation that, that that lied to their children for years to get them to go to a quote unquote higher education. Uh, and basically what they were doing is they were going uh, they were going and getting drunk and fucking and doing drugs. And then they got a piece of paper because I like ironically, college isn't that hard, like. Unless you're going to be like a, like you said, like a doctor or a lawyer, mm -hmm. graduating college is not that hard. It's essentially no, having the time to show up. That's that's who graduates, right? Like if you have the time, um, if you can work a part time job and still exist, or maybe you have some assistance from your parents, or maybe you have some of those grants, scholarships, whatever. If you can just show up, you can graduate fucking college, like to be honest. Uh, so people are just going and getting high and fucking and drinking. And, uh, you know, it can be a great college experience, but you're not, it's not a higher, it's not like you're elevated intellectually by going to college. And right. I again, dude, like a lot, everybody in my family is like a trades person or a military person, whatever. Um, so I, I get the argument. Like there's a lot of people like, dude, just go into trades, bro. Like that is the, the end all be all. There's a friend of ours that is an electrician that has been an electrician for years. Um, he just now was able to get a job like in the union and uh, he's making like $12 an hour and working 70 hours a week. Terrible. And that's what I'm saying. Like trades are not the end all be all. Like normally with trades, you have to like there, there's a there's an apprenticeship. Then you go into like being in a journeyman, and then you like step up into being like you know fucking old school like guild style fucking rankings. And right. then whenever you get to the top and you got fucking twenty years in, yeah, you're you're making pretty good money, but you've had no time to to have a family. Um, my my oldest brother works for the works for the railroad, and he's an alcoholic and never sees his kids. You know, I remember like, you were telling me about that. You know? Yeah, he's he works for the railroad and like, yeah, like he's got his time and now to where he makes good money. He's never home. He's always drinking and he never sees his fucking family, which is ironically, if you look, that is textbook trade school shit. If you are a fucking. Yeah, bro, go be a plumber. Dude, you don't, you don't, you don't even need them student loans. Yeah, but you're going to eat shit literally for 15 years. You're going to work your fucking ass off and work whatever hours they tell you to work. Um, or they're going to find somebody else because it's not like those aren't saturated fields as well. Right. You know, like they're going to yeah. find somebody else who doesn't care and they'll work all those fucking hours and they'll, they'll be willing to eat shit for 10, 15 years before they get to the good stuff. And that is a textbook thing. Like if you trades are not the end all be all to fucking just go make go make bank, even though uh, there was an article that came out that this isn't really a trade, but uh, there's an article that came out that was talking about New York City garbage people. Are going to yep. be making some of them are clearing three hundred thousand dollars this year because of all the overtime. Jesus, being a garbage man. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> that's which so I thought crazy. was nuts. Yeah, I thought that shit was crazy. But I, I don't know, man. I, I um, it just starts I to think... cycle over again, right? Exactly what you just yeah. said. And then it's like your brother goes and tells his kids when he does see them, "Don't be like me. Go to college." Do this. Get the easy that. desk job, right? Yeah. And it starts the cycle all over again. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's unfortunate, bro. And, like, that's why I just, I'm just talking shit. Like, I know that people don't really take me seriously, which is great, because that's what you shouldn't take me seriously. I, I fucking, I make jokes, I tell jokes, and I talk shit. That's what I do. 
Um, but this, these are the arguments that I see for not canceling student debt. Like you're really that pressed. Um, you're calling people like sensitive, uh, sensitive snowflake libtards that want to cancel student debt whenever they've been buried by a fucking system that fed them alive for 20 years. Right. Like these people like don't want to cancel student debt because they're, because they're like, because they're soft. It's not that they want to cancel it because they're soft. It, it's because they want to cancel it because they got two years into a degree already wound up in debt before they realized they were being lied to and then just said, okay, you know what? Fuck it, dude. I'm going to push through. I'm going to finish this degree as quickly as I can. I'm going to get out. And then they realized that they had been fed bullshit and, and they're being buried, dude, because it's income-based. They assume you can pay these loans, but they like there are people that are paying five hundred six hundred dollars a month in student loans and they're only bringing in fucking fifteen hundred dollars a month like it takes like a third of your fucking income it's crazy yeah i, I don't know man it's tough like the, the 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 whole college argument is 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 always going to be frustrating and I don't, I don't think it's ever truly going to have a fix to it i i just think we need to just burn it down fuck it dude Burn them all down. Yeah, yeah. Turn all these colleges into into trap houses. Turn them into strip clubs and bars, and uh, and places where people can go and uh, and do drag shows. Like in, imagine this historic fucking college, right? It's like super, like renowned. It's known uh, because a bunch of fucking white slave owners founded it years ago to try to keep black people out of the colleges and try to keep them uneducated. But they're like world renowned and they're these historic buildings. And then you get uh, let, let's just go the complete opposite direction and let's turn it into a titty bar where drag queens go and do dead uh, death drops and uh, and people are doing fucking cocaine in the parking lot. Let's turn it into that. Let's go the other way with it. Fuck all this bullshit. This shit was founded by a bunch of losers, and uh, and let's 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 do that for a while. I think I think that's the way we need to go. Just go the complete opposite direction. Make these motherfuckers turn over in their graves, you know, because they you know they 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 can't handle the fact that the building that's named after them is uh, has, has got you know drag queens having having butt sex in the back man i'm all for it you know let's do it dude let's come on some library books baby fuck yeah let's do it tired of this shit that's gonna go down as a quote that we'll never forget (laughs) college is nothing books it's it is though bro it's nothing but old white money that's what college is man fuck it speaking of old white money uh a follow-up from our last week's podcast uh with uh Hassan, yeah. yeah, did you did you like see some of the clips from his uh, comeback stream? No, I haven't. I haven't exactly looked at it at all. what I thought it was exactly what I said it was going to be. He like Wait, literally man. gets on and just like starts like rambling off a bunch of other like white like uh, offensive slang terms and stuff like that it was good bro (laughs) it was really comical actually good bro like i'm 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 here for it man i'm here for it i talked about it fucking last week man and like everybody is just so like i'm not even talking about sensitive bro because like i hate that word because like you can be you can have an opinion you can be offended all you want by whatever you want right but why is that my problem why is it anybody else's problem that your feelings got hurt like that's right. that's all I'm gonna say. Like, and I'm not saying like there's a difference in 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 hurting somebody's feelings 
by stating an opinion and, and like hateful shit, right? Like I'm not saying be hateful. Not everything said in general is, is, is hateful. And I don't know, maybe Hassan was being hateful. Maybe he's, maybe he legitimately hates white people, but I'll tell you right now that if, if that's the case, then maybe we got to approach it a little differently. But like, there's a lot of people that hate white people. It's nothing new dog. Like white people hate white people. That's why white guilt exists. Like, you know what I mean? Like you feel guilty about shit that other white people are doing. You're like, I'm embarrassed to be white. I'm embarrassed uh, by my race. And it's like white people hate white people. So, you know, can we really be that mad at him? It's, it's a general thing. It's not like it's anything new. It's not like it's anything controversial, you know, white people raped, pillaged and colonized the earth for hundreds of years. And now all of a sudden we're like, uh, you guys should really cut us some slack. We're sorry. (laughs) We're sorry. (laughs) You know, like, dude, I would hate me fucking too, man. Come on. I just, I don't know. It's, you know, it's, I just don't see a problem with it. I really, I really don't. I don't. We talked about it last week. It's not like he was showing up to white people's houses, beating them to death and fucking burning crosses on people's lawns and shit. It wasn't anything like that. He's just, you know, he, he lashed out a little bit. You know, he, he he lashed out at a stupid. I did see the original clip that he got banned for. He uh, he lashed out because there was a somebody in his chat that was saying some ignorant motherfucking shit. There was somebody in his chat that was uh, saying some stupid shit, but they won't tell you that. They won't show you the fact that he was coming at somebody else for saying some ignorant shit. They just saw the, they just saw the retaliation. That's what they saw. And that's what they took care of. Like, but at the same time, bro, like, I mean, it's always about, man. It's, it's, it's always about like you, you clip whatever like hits your narrative of what you're trying to accomplish. Right. And it's like, it's like in sports though, right? Like the, the referee never sees, the first elbow, it just sees you push the guy back after he fucking elbowed you. Like, they only ever see the retaliation. They don't ever pay attention to the first transgression. They don't pay attention to the fact that three or four plays before, that guy was talking about fucking you and your mother and and uh, hitting you in the balls with his hand, you know, and then you finally, like, clap back. You push him down, trip him, maybe grab him, maybe suck his dick a little bit. They only see the the dick suck after the fact. They don't, they don't see... The initial transgression. Yeah, they don't. Yeah, they don't see the lead up to it, but uh, right. They sure will catch the dick suck. Yeah, they'll catch the cum shot after the fact. They don't catch the actual like you know all the shit that. Then they'll criticize it it afterwards. Yeah, that money shot wasn't what it could have been. I've seen better. Right, it's just ridiculous. And you know, they get what? Why are you not drinking enough water? This is not very much cum. Like we need more. (laughs) We were promised a cum shower. Okay. And this shit looks like uh, like whenever they, they do work on your plumbing and you turn on your sink afterwards, it's like... <laughs> there's like air in the lines and shit. You got some air in your lines, dude? This shit's sad. Got a That's spattering. That's, it's a, a nice, uh, nice calm spritz. That's what it is, yeah. It's like, it's like whenever you like squeeze a lemon, it's not like a steady stream. It's just like a few like... Boop, 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 boop. It, it makes me think of... Um... Uh, the Austin uh, Powers movie when he's like trying to keep the pee going consistently like on uh, on the fountain. Oh yeah, <laughs> and he's like he's like eating asparagus and it's like starting to like <laughs> spritz everywhere. <laughs> like, it out. 
Yeah, that's fucking, that's exactly what it is, man. They don't ever see the initial shit. I don't know, man. I just don't really give a fuck, to be honest. Like, like people have been, there's so many other things for me to worry about. And, the, and you know, I'll, I'll talk about it because it's funny to talk about. And we got some more shit. If you guys thought that that was the end of this episode, we got some more shit to talk about. Because, boy, in my notes here, do we have some fucking bangers. Okay? So if you thought that the Hassan shit was about as bad as it's going to get, we got more stuff to talk about. Um, but I, I like... It baffles me that people choose to pick a fight. It's kind of like what we were talking about before, man. Like, people ch pick the easy target, right? They pick the Twitch streamer that has already had some controversial topics to some people. They pick the Twitch streamer who's a socialist. Um, they, you know, they, they, don't, they don't go after anybody that's actually, like, worth a fuck, you know? You don't, you don't want to use the energy to talk about the fact that the Ghislaine Maxwell trial, the Ghislaine Maxwell trial yeah, is going like, on, dude, and I'm nobody's fine. talking about it. Yeah, no one's t saying a, a single thing about it. No. Um, I saw something on Facebook that popped up that was talking about that, where, like, there literally isn't, there's no media, there's nothing. Zero. Which, like, which that's what's comical about it is because of, like, the the chaos that she could cause. Right. And, like, it's everyone's doing, like, the... To, Oh, uh, oh, you're talking about us? Oh, wait a sec. Hold on. Yeah. Like, people are scared to cover it, um, and, and people aren't covering it because, I mean, there was a guy that got, um, there was a dude got arrested at CNN, like, a few weeks ago. I talked about it on, on my show. Fucking, there was a guy that got arrested at CNN, like, one of the higher-ups, like, one of the producers or something. He'd been there, like, seven years or something like that. Um, he got arrested for uh, sexual misconduct with an underage uh, person. Like... These the people that are at the top of these media companies and they're at the top of the people that are supposed to bring you the news, the people that are supposed to be covering these stories, they all fuck kids in their spare time. OK, they get off work and then they go and fuck kids. That's what they do. And now they're not going to talk about the largest fucking sex trafficking trial in human history. They're not going to fucking talk about it because they're scared. It's like if they talk about it, then people are going to start looking into them, right? It brings attention to it. So you're just going right. to like, maybe it'll go away. Maybe if yeah. we don't say anything and we're real quiet, it'll go away. Look at look at fucking Activision and Bobby. They're trying yep. to sweep that shit under the rug. Oh, quick too. They're trying to quick, sweep it under dude. the rug. And that motherfucker, they were out there stealing motherfuckers breast milk. Did you hear about that yeah. shit? No, I didn't. But I feel as if like, and even then, dude, like, Kudos to Asmongold, because I feel like if it wasn't Asmongold, like, actually still talking about it, like, literally once or twice a day, like, it would still be, like, kind of pushed under the rug. They're trying, man. <laughs> They're like, trying to not just, talk about it. Well, just, it, man, I just, I don't, it's frustrating, man, like, because it makes you think of just how much of life is just terrible. As, yeah, like, vague I mean, as that is, man, but, like... I mean, you just talk about, like, th that shit's been going on. Nobody tells you about it. And the people that are doing it are the people that are supposed to be informing you about it. Right. right? Like, like real journalism back in the day was trying to get the real story. Now it's about trying to get glamour. Now it's like, I want my name on that fucking story so that people know that I wrote it and I talked about it and I'm the one that gets the credit for it. It's no longer a selfless thing where it's like, I want the truth. I want to get behind what's going Honestly, like we need to start employing like conspiracy theorists as journalists 
because those motherfuckers look into everything. They're out there trying to fucking prove that the earth is flat and they're out there trying to, to, uh, to trying to interview people and find motherfuckers. We need to, we need to get some of those people to start writing some articles for some of these major media sources because they'd be out there fucking at ground zero fucking in the shit uh, like, you know, investigating, trying to get you the real story. And now what it's about, it's about glamorizing the motherfuckers that are doing the work. It's like, it's not like journalism should be a thankless job in all honesty. It really should be. So what it you're should... saying is Alex Jones is your favorite, uh, media guy, <laughs> bro. I got to tell you that motherfucker is crazy as shit but he has predicted some weird things. Yeah, it's the frogs in the water that's making their children gay. See, and that's what I'm saying. Like, <laughs> it, it, but like he'll say some off-the-wall shit, but like he was one of the first... Like him and... Uh, like People give Tim Dillon a lot of shit, even though I think Tim Dillon is, is one of the like funniest comedians working right now. A lot of people... like A lot of his shit is very like sarcastic, and people will take him out of context, even though he's doing like a bit or like a character, and like they'll they'll send it off as fact but like tim Dillon was one of the people that was predicting that there's like a massive fucking pedophile ring and then lo and behold all this epstein shit comes out you know what i mean like the, these these motherfuckers are out here like there's a lot of bullshit in there but there is some truth every once in a while it's like you know the broken clock is right twice a day type shit it's like there might be a lot of misinformation false shit that gets put in there but every once in a while they stumble upon some real shit yeah and uh, who was that guy that uh, that Joe Rogan had on his podcast about? Um, he's the Area Fifty One guy who claimed that uh, he was talking about like spaceships and shit, like he had seen aliens and stuff at Area Fifty One, and he was like one of the whistleblowers, and they made him out to be crazy. Like they they were like talking about like the government and shit was like covering it up. And so they discredited him by making everybody believe he was legitimately crazy. I'm not like, surprised. Like I, I, I know what you're talking about. I just I can't remember. His I name can't remember his remember name, bro. He wrote a book and everything. I think there's even a documentary about it now because like and I'm not saying any of it's true, but it's nice to question something sometimes because we're starting to find out like with this Ghislaine Maxwell trial um, that shit will just not be talked about shit will not be reported um the narrative will be changed uh based off of what bullshit they want to fucking feed you like they can control whoever they is they can control um the narrative of, of what you feel like uh uh, or of how you feel about a topic. Twitter is banning people that are updating the Ghislaine Maxwell trial. Did you hear about that shit too? No, I didn't. But like, I, I'm just, I'm not surprised, man. Like I've been saying it for years, four years. I just, I don't watch the news. I don't watch the news. I don't look at articles on Facebook. I don't look at articles on, uh, on Twitter because it's like, there's literally an algorithm that uh, there was a, there was a documentary on Netflix um, about like your devices and stuff like that and how like the algorithms of about, these yeah. social media sites are geared towards you click on an article and then they just start throwing articles just like that article yeah. like and you just start becoming this little bubble of the truth that you believe is no it's because right. you clicked on something six months ago and now you're that's the only thing that pops up it it, it controls what what you're looking at and but not only that, man, like anything that can be controlled by any any board of directors, there's right. gonna be some level of something being corrupt. 
get that money involved right that's why like i said dude like my a lot of what i look into is like stuff from both sides right like so i just try to use like common sense man like i'm not i'm not stupid like like that's why when like the when the maxwell stuff started first like started happening i was like dude it's gonna be no one's gonna hear about it because even when the epstein stuff started happening you didn't really hear about it until after he killed himself and then it was supposedly yeah well like you know what i mean you know what i mean like (laughs) i know like after it happened (laughs) but that's the thing is like then it became a conspiracy then like they made a documentary and all that stuff but it all started from him killing himself and then killed himself but didn't kill himself and then why would he have done that and then you start like like diving deep into the rabbit hole of it and you're just like how did no one know any of this stuff was going on right because powerful people in the world like two of the two of the females he talked about it was in new albany in ohio Literally right up the road from where I worked. I didn't oh yeah, fucking because uh, what's his name? Um, uh, Lex. Wexner, what, what's his name? Wexner. Uh, Lex Wexner. Yeah, that fucking like he's like a billionaire that that uh like does all the shit for New Albany. He's like wrapped up in this shit too. Nobody's talking about him. That motherfucker yep. was apparently there doing the shit too. Yep. Uh, Nobody uh, talks about billionaires fucking kids, and I don't understand why. I don't understand like why they fucking gloss over it. I don't understand why like. Because if you look at, like, just the, like, even the O.J. Simpson trial, right? Like, that wasn't that long ago. And all the media coverage and shit surrounding that. And they were just wondering if a football player, like, killed his wife. You know what I mean? Like, and you're talking about some of the most powerful individuals, not only in, in the world, but some of the most powerful and influential individuals in history are tied up in this fucking sex trafficking trial and nobody wants to say shit. Twitter would rather go after a fucking Twitch streamer that said the word that said a, a, a white slur rather than, uh, you know, people being trafficked on an Island. Right. And dude, and that's where I, that's all I remember. But that documentary was when they kept talking about the book, like the right. guest book. and like yeah, all yeah. the people that are on the guest book. And they're like, if this comes out, like it's going to be a big deal. Okay, right. cool. Like well, where's this book at? Right. Like, it's just it it's 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 baffling, man. Like, and I know like there's there's been some leaks about like the book and stuff like that. Like Bobby Codex was in the book too, like five different times. <laughs> Asmund Gold's yeah. approach on was hilarious. He was like, once, okay, maybe you go there, maybe you see some stuff. You're just like, hey, I'm just not into this, and you never go back. He said, but five times, <laughs> five times you're claiming you're innocent. He's like, Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, it's just so crazy, dude. Like the people you're talking about presidents, you're talking about world leaders, you're talking about billionaires and and at the top of these these uh, companies that are all wrapped up in this shit and nobody wants to talk about it. And it's, you know, I mean, it is it I don't think it's uncomfortable. I think it's I think it's scary that it's not being talked about. And I think it's weird where people put their energy. But wouldn't it be inherently compelling like to to pay attention to like i can't imagine that them covering this trial in mass would uh would be less entertaining than me having to hear about covid right you know like i'm everybody's tired of it bro like i understand people are still dying it's still a deadly fucking thing we've talked it to death i'm bored when i talk about it now i don't want to continue to talk about it um so like i can't imagine that it's uh that it's not more entertaining than than hearing about a fucking nft and I see more headlines about NFTs than I do about uh, uh, the fucking the biggest sex trafficking trial in history. It just doesn't well, make sense. Well, just sit there and think about it, man. 
part of the reason why I think the media doesn't want anybody to hear about it or will know about it is think of like the economic downturn would happen. Say just hypothetically, right? Just out of nowhere, right? Say Elon Musk is part of that. Te- Tesla stocks go down. Like a lot of stuff like starts to crash because of it, because they're like, I don't want to support this guy. Bobby Codex, Blizzard, that stuff starts to go downhill. Say, I don't know, Bill Gates, he gets included. Cool. Microsoft, don't want anything to do with it. Stop buying Microsoft computers. Stop working for Microsoft. Like the economic like collapse that I think that would cause um, is why I think uh, to a certain degree why they are not broadcasting it. I mean, it could, it could be something like that. Although um, I don't agree like that, that's, I, I, I don't sit there and say like, Hey, that's a, that's a justifiable reason. Right. No, I, I just, I, I think it's, I think that maybe that, maybe that could be an issue, uh, a thing. Maybe that could be something they're thinking about. Um, it could be something that, um, like I think realistically, it's kind of like what you were talking about with the book. I think personally, the reason why they're not covering it is because it will come out that there's more people involved. And I think that the people involved don't want it to come out. And so they're like, hey, don't cover this. Like it came out um, not too long ago that uh, Bill Gates himself has been giving uh, media outlets and newspapers. He's given something like $300 million for them to like as as quote unquote like, hey, I like you. Let me support you. But inherently, that's going to cause them to write good news about you. Right. Right. Like, it's like that. It's not a payoff because you don't say, hey, write good articles about me. Here's $300 million. He's giving money to media outlets and, and news outlets. And um, because of that, that is going to cause good press. Right. They're Just not going inherently. to criticize him. Right. And like, he's not the philanthropist that people people think that Bill Gates is out in fucking Africa purifying water, dude. Like they think that motherfucker's on the ground like Bono out there like singing to people and curing AIDS. Like he's he's not. He's a fucking tech billionaire who who is just as bad and rotten as everybody else, but he's he's given he's playing that long game, right? He's he's actually like giving up some of his money um and he's out there talking about fucking vaccinating people and everybody thinks that Bill Gates is trying to microchip them, but like and I'm not saying that he's some like he's not like a nice guy. I've never met him, but what I'm saying is like the shit that people that's being written about him is not being written from a place of, wow, look how great Bill Gates is. It's being, it's being written from a place of Bill Gates gave me $20 million. Right. That would make me love anybody. Yeah. I mean, yeah, as I was saying, you're not wrong too. It's like, I don't think he goes to them and sits there and says, Hey, I'm going to give you this to keep you quiet. But exactly like what you just said, right? Right. If someone walked up to you and gave you a hundred million dollars, right. Changes your life. You're probably, you're, people can come to you and be like, hey, yeah, but he did all these horrendous things. You still going to take the money? You still going to take the money? You know what I mean? Like, you're going to, like, you're inherently just going to, like, your brain's going to go around the fact of, like, oh, he can't be that bad. He gave me a hundred million. Like, he can't be, he's not the Bill Gates I know. Right. Like, I ain't never seen him touch those kids. I ain't never seen him do this. I ain't never seen him do that. Like, but people write about him. Like, again, like I see all those fucking ads all the time where he's talking about he's got those like straws that purify water where you can drink out of like dirty water. That's a cool fucking thing, bro. But like, like he's not out there like, like, like fixing any issues. He's not out there building houses. That motherfucker's sitting around trying to figure out how to make Windows 36 
you know, because they keep re-releasing fucking windows. Like that's what he's trying to do. He's trying to sell you a new product. He's trying to make himself look good. So that way, uh, you, you use, uh, windows, right? And I'm not saying that Apple's any better. Apple's just as bad, but like Apple's out here making like, why do you think an iPhone is only a thousand dollars and not $30,000? It's because these motherfuckers got people working in sweatshops, making fucking iPhones for you. Like that's why you can afford a fucking iPhone. And there's all sorts of like, it's a slippery slope of going down there. But like the whole point is like, you can change media perception with the dollar. Mm -hmm. You can get an entire group of people. You can get an entire country indoctrinated into believing that you're a good person because you pay enough money to the people that sway public perception. And like, it's just, it's wacky to me. It, it's absolutely fucking wacky to me that that's where we're at. There's nothing, like, you have to question almost everything you're being given on a day-to-day -day basis. Absolutely. And who do you trust? Uh, myself. Like, and that's, My dude, that's, that's, the, that's the hardest thing to realize when you mature in life is there's not as many people around you that care as you want to believe. Right. You know what I mean? And not only that, like even think on the larger scale of like all these famous people that you want to, like we kind of talked about last week, right? Like in how people in the media, how like they're supposed to be perfect. Yeah. yeah. And then when you realize they're not perfect, it's like, Oh my God, like how, how did I never see this? Well, right. cause you're not supposed to, that's the point of hiding it. You're right. not supposed to see it. Not supposed to see any of it. Well, cause like, and and so like Robin Williams back in like his like days of doing stand up and shit, right? Like people know Robin Williams. He's a beloved actor, a beloved comedian. Back in the day, he was out there fucking anything that walks, snorting cocaine. You know what I mean? What would that look like today? Would right. people still think that he was the same guy? Would people change their perceptions? Would people, you know what I mean? Like that's these are things that that didn't used to come out all the time and now they come out and now you have to be a fucking angel. You have to be a better person um, to be a social media influencer than you do to get on the fucking Supreme court. Like, you know, you, you, they're, they're fucking looking back at your, at your second grade uh, a spelling test to make sure that you're, you're, you're spelling everything right. And like it, it, it's unfortunate. It really is frustrating. Like, and uh, speaking of, of some of the shit, this actually leads me into some of the other points that I wanted to talk about, uh, which is um, Louis C.K. came out with a new special. Um, I don't know if you remember everything that happened with him. Uh, wasn't he the one that like got in trouble for the groping and stuff like that, too? He was uh, masturbating in front of people. That's what it was. <laughs> he was masturbating in front of people, but... It was, I'm pretty sure, somebody could correct me on this, but as far as I knew, from everything that I've read, um, every time he did it, he was asking people if he could do it first, and it was in, like, his own hotel rooms. So, um, like, it was, like, a weird gray area of consensual. Yeah, and it was, like, they thought he was joking, and then he started doing it, and then they were traumatized and things like that. And, like, I'm not here to tell you how to feel. Um, I wasn't there. And I know that a lot of people assume that they were and they want to defend or not defend or whatever. But regardless, Louis C.K. came out with a new special. And guess what he called it? What? Sorry. 
(laughs) (laughs) So he's out there doing comedy, right? Like after all this shit, after his canceling, whatever, um, not being a good person, like what we've been talking about, he's out there doing comedy. He's still killing it. Louis CK is, uh, love him, hate him, hate what he did, whatever. Want to support him. Don't support him. The motherfucker is funny. Louis CK is funny. He would not have a career in comedy if he did what he did and wasn't funny. If he wasn't talented as a stand-up comic, if he wasn't one of the best at the craft, you cannot get away with beating your meat in front of people and then releasing a comedy special because nobody would support you. They'd be like, that guy's fucking weird. He has nothing to offer me, right? But he's funny. He has a fan base. He released a special. I haven't seen it. Apparently, it's very good. He self-released it for $10. Okay, you can buy it for $10 and download it anytime you want over the next year to keep forever. So he self-published essentially um, his stand-up special and apparently he kills. I haven't, I haven't seen it. I haven't uh, heard it. Uh, there's, there's some people that have talked about it. There's been some comedians that are coming out in support of Louie and, um, and things like that. And, and you know, uh, it just goes to show, bro, like you motherfuckers, like if, it, it's coming to that time, bro, where people are starting to realize if you if you got that audience, um, it doesn't matter what the public perception is anymore. Right. Like, well, so like I saw something, uh, Trevor uh, Noah, is that his name? The guy Trevor? that does the late night show that's a yeah. uh, light skin so guy from like Africa, yeah, right? Like, or not, did, that's that's weird, but he was, I think he's yes, actually South African. Yes, right? he's South African. So, yes. Yeah. Um, but he, he had a quote now. He was on like the, the real, real old white chick that, like does interviews with everybody. I can't remember her name. It's the same chick I that I know like, the interview you're talking Donald about. Donald Trump got mad and like well got him walked out. But, like Trevor Noah, like she was like, So what's your thoughts on it? And he was like, You want me to put it in uh I agree or I don't agree or he's right or he's wrong. He's like, it's not that easy. He's like, it's much more right. complex than that. She's like, but it's not. He's like, but it is. He's like, who decides like how something isn't complex? She's like, Well, society. He said, Well, like that's also wrong. He's like, because 50% of society says he's in the right and 50% of society says he's in the wrong. Right. So it's like, like your narrative is controlled by whatever side of the society you're on because you only see the line from your side. Exactly. And like when he said that, dude, I sat back and I was like, Jesus, it's a great interview. I've, I've seen that. Yeah. You don't expect a comedian to drop some like straight knowledge like that. Cause like, that's where he was just like, he wouldn't answer the question. He was just like, no, it's more complex than he was right. Or he was wrong. He's like, there's some things that he said that I don't agree with, and there's some things that he said that I do agree with. He's like, but it's not as it's not as clear as black and white of if you accept one thing he said, you accept everything he said. Right. Like and and you don't have to being we've talked about this to death, so I'm not gonna fucking reiterate it. But like being a comic, you don't you're not there to teach people. There's this right. weird misconception of like being a comic. You have to have all of your facts straight. Like a comedy special or making a joke does not have to be factual. In fact, most of the time, it's infinitely funnier if there's some truth to it, but it's kind of hyperbolized a little bit, right? Like, you know, fucking. Like whenever we were talking earlier about, uh, you know, covering people in cum and we're making up all those stupid fucking things. Like, it's like, it, it's it's funnier when it, there's a, a, a dabble of truth and then <laughs> you, you just kind of like go off of that, right? That's why movies that are based on true events are usually just based around just a little grain of truth 
and then they make them entertaining after. That's the thing about entertainment. Right. Nobody wants an exact retelling, word for word, of everything that happened to you in a day. That's fucking boring, dude. You gotta spice it up. You know what I mean? Like maybe whenever, like, I'll give you, I'll give you a fucking example right here. The other night, it was like a week or two ago. Me and my wife were having sex. Okay, we were having sex on the couch. She gets up like off of me, trips and falls into the coffee table. Okay, this is a true story, like hand on the Bible, like hand to God, fucking true story. She gets up, trips and falls into the coffee table. Okay, she claims I pushed her. I claim that I nutted so hard that I rocketed her across the room into the coffee table, okay? She has a fucking baseball-sized bruise, like, on her ass cheek from where she <laughs> fell into the coffee table. She legit <laughs> fell into it, okay? And, and like, this is, a, this is the thing. It's much funnier whenever I talk about my cum being so strong that I scary-movied her across the room. You know the fucking scene in Scary Movie where yes. he glues her to the ceiling? Yes. It's much funnier... That way, rather than being like, eh, I pushed my wife into a coffee table. That's a bit morbid, isn't it? That's yeah. a bit morbid. I, I'm not going to be able to, like... My high-pressured like, cum rocket shot her into the coffee table. Uh, do you realize how hard it's going to be to not make that joke when I come <laughs> over? Uh yeah no she she'll probably tell you about it to be honest yeah, it's like, like hey uh Carly like so uh how was the blast off like, yeah, a little yeah. rocky little yeah. rocky fucking uh, Houston we got a problem type situation <laughs> I wanted to take you to fall off the ceiling no and see the the reason why like I even say that is because like she likes to make the joke like she she jokes with me about it right because it's obviously fucking funny um it 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 hurt. And like, I felt terrible. So she knows that. And so she's like, yeah, you remember that time that you fucking threw me into the coffee table? And I'm like, oh my God, I didn't throw you into the coffee table. <laughs> Holy shit. Like, but even then it's even on from that side, right? Like it's funnier to it's fabricate. Funnier. Yes. Yeah. Like you purposely threw me into it. Right. I fucking DDT'd her ass like into the coffee table <laughs> with a hard dick. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I just, I got so sick of it that I just fucking did it. And like, she's like, you know, it's, um, it's funnier when you, when you hyperbolize things, things don't have to be factual to be funny. Most of the time when they are completely factual, you're listening to fucking NPR and it's not as entertaining. Right. Like, that's why whenever we do this podcast and we're sitting here talking about stuff, I will, will make jokes or you will make jokes about things. We're not sitting here reading fucking Wikipedia to you. That's not entertaining. Not at all. And, you know, it's it's just it's one of those things that, like, I, I don't understand where we lost somewhere along the way. We fell down into a fucking rabbit hole of of things have to be true. And um, anytime it's even mildly not true, uh, I'm going to fucking I'm, I'm coming for your ass, dude. Like, fuck you. you um, actually, you know, fucking Redditors come out of the, the fucking woodwork. Like, actually, let me see uh, this article seven, page 62. Right. It's it's not fun. We're here to have fun. Comics are here to make jokes, to entertain people. Um, it, it Most of the time, like people people laugh to get through some traumatic shit as weird as it is, man. Like you might want to sit there. I'm not going to tell you how to feel you, but you might want to sit there and you're one of those people that like you process grief by being sad. You you're sad, right? So don't 
why why are you why are you listening to 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 comics who you know are gonna are gonna make fun of shit? You can go and listen to somebody like Gabriel Iglesias or Jim Gaffigan. Jim Gaffigan is a family friendly comic. Gabriel Iglesias is a family friendly comic. Why are you going and listening to somebody like Louis C.K., Dave Chappelle, Andrew Schultz, fucking people like that? Um, whenever you're trying to feel better about something that maybe, you know, is kind of on the line, like, you know, Anthony Jeselnik, he frequently talks about like, uh, like fucking, he, he makes like dead baby jokes and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, why are you seeking out content that you know is going to make you upset? But I feel like there's like, uh, kind of like the, the one guy we talked about last week, um, where like they purposely watch it just to hate on it. Right. There's a hate watchers, right? Which and, like that is miserable. Like that's that had to be such a miserable life to. to imagine to, being to such live. a masochist that that's what you do. You consume yeah, content like, that you know is going to piss you off. I heard this was terrible, so I need to see <laughs> and I need to witness how terrible is terrible. Like especially like the stuff you clearly know. Like dude, that's like that's like the old uh, the old thing with like right like when uh, you would literally fart and have someone try to smell it. No, dude. Like, why would I openly be willing to smell that fart? Yeah, bro. Like, no, like, yeah. Like, I see this milk is, I see this milk is expired. I'm going to taste it anyways, though. Hell yeah, bro. It's been two weeks expired, (laughs) but I don't think it's that. It can't be that bad. Let me try it. Yeah, dude. I heard herpes was fun. Let me go get me a big dose of herps. Yeah, yeah. Heard your mom got it. Let me in there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Let me in there. Just for a second. It only takes a couple strokes. I'll get that shit real quick. Don't worry. I'll get it. Heard it was fun. <laughs> but you can't like, I don't know, man. You just can't take shit so seriously. And I'm not going to tell you what you can and can't do. So maybe on the flip side of that, maybe don't tell other people what to talk about or what to do maybe don't be so controlling maybe let go some of that control i know you got daddy issues okay i know that papa left when you were young and you've got some control issues ever since right i know that mama used to fucking harry potter your ass under the stairs right she used to put you in that dark closet right i i get it okay you got some childhood trauma that you're trying to work through you got some control issues as an adult okay um here's the thing you can't control what other people do so maybe maybe just maybe just relax Maybe just take a deep breath, okay? I understand that somebody made a joke uh, about about your dad leaving and your mom locking you in a dark closet under the stairs, but maybe maybe just relax a little bit. Maybe maybe don't uh, try to ruin people's lives and act like you're holier than thou. <laughs> maybe maybe don't do that, you know, because you're not as great as you think you are. You know, maybe, maybe if you hated yourself as much as like, I hate myself, right? Maybe you could get over yourself and call yourself stupid and move on. Maybe, maybe that's what we need. Maybe we need a little bit more self-hate. Maybe we need to evolve. Maybe there's been too much self-care and not enough of, hey, maybe I'm being stupid. Maybe we need more self-reflection. Maybe we need, uh, hey, this person um, making a making a joke or or making a piece of content that I don't agree with, um, that affects me zero. So maybe I'm just gonna go and eat another bagel. Maybe that's what. <laughs> maybe that's where we need to get. But that's maybe no I'm fun. gonna go. Yeah, maybe I'm gonna go and 
you know, masturbate and forget about it. Or, or hear me out. Throw your wife into the coffee cup, uh, coffee uh, table. Dude, I didn't throw her. My large amounts of baby gravy launched her into the coffee table. Okay. I don't know. I think she's far uh, more trusting of a person than you are. Bro, my dick shoots shit out at like a thousand PSI. Okay. It's insane. All right. Have you ever seen a fire hose? Okay. Now magnify that. All right. They use my dick as crowd control at riots. <laughs> That's what they do. They just bring me out when they can't get people to disperse. And they're like, we're going to do it. We're going to do it. And they just get down on their knees. They strap on that like elbow deep glove that they'd use for horses. Oh, God. And they just pump my shit three or four times. And then I, I fucking disperse that shit, bro. It's People like, are like out of there. Trying to, it's like they're trying to churn butter. Yeah, no, they just get down there and just fucking smack it around a little bit. And then all of a sudden, here it comes, dude. You better, here it comes, literally. Okay? And it's violent. <laughs> and I got to tell you, dude, it doesn't stop. It does not stop. That shit, oh, it's going to be, it's going to be raining men. Tell you that. Literally. Yeah. Uh, and, and this, again, cycles into my next point that I wanted to talk about kind of kind of wrap things up uh, just a little bit, right? Is uh James Franco has his first had his first interview. Did you hear about that? No. James Franco for his first interview in like 3 or 4 years or something. Uh the the literal headline is James Franco breaks his silence on sexual misconduct allegations, okay? He comes out, I've watched some clips from it. He came out and said that he is a sex addict. Okay, and he has been trying to get help for it, and uh, he's been in recovery for a long time. But he goes a roundabout way in saying he's a sex addict, and uh, and and goes back to his teenage years where he was getting into trouble, and he was addicted to alcohol as a teenager. But get this, he sobered up by the age of seventeen. Um, to okay. me, that's a very short span of time to quote to claim that you're an alcoholic. Um, that's a very short amount of time to claim that you're struggling with an addiction. I understand addiction is real. I get it. Okay. Uh, I, I don't need to reiterate, you know, the, the, my fucking family and shit. You guys know about that. Um, like I understand addiction is real. I get it. Like I've had my own struggles with, with shit in the past. You know, I used to pop pills like that. That was my thing. Like I, I was generic white boy on opiates, right? Like that was what I did. Addiction is real. Okay. But what are we calling an addiction? Like he says, he says he's addicted by the, uh, the, as a teenager to alcohol and then he's sober by 17. And then because of that, he became addicted to attention. And then because of that, he became addicted to sex. And this brings me to my main point that I want to get your opinion on. There are people on Twitter that are commenting about this quote, tweeting it, all of that shit saying that sex addiction is not real. Mm, controversial topic. Uh, I was actually <laughs> going to say that before you even said Twitter. Like, I don't think it is an addiction. You don't think it is? No, I, I think. I, I don't know, man. Like that's such a, that's such a, a hard thing to talk about because. I don't see unless if like it's used in the sense of, but even then like you're a piece of shit, you're a rapist at that point. Like, cause I was about to say like, unless if you're harming people to, to quench this addiction, 
but I think two consensual parties, like, cool, like, go do whatever you want with as many people as you want. Like, who am I to tell you you're a terrible person for doing such? Right. Like, I don't think you're causing self harm. I don't think you're harming others. Like, right. I, I don't know, man. Like, it's not like it's not like a, another controversial thing of like I'm addicted to sweets, right? But no, like a, being addicted to sweets is very bad for you. No, very being addicted to you. sweets is considered body positive nowadays. That's considered being addicted body to positivity. Sweets, uh, it, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> but like, it's clearly unhealthy, right? But I don't <laughs> think I, I don't think um, any type of sexual conduct is harmful to anybody um, i just don't I, and i to me like i, I just i don't i don't I, I don't know man like i i, just, I put you I, on the spot i, I did i okay. put you on the spot big time um but it was just i just wanted to get your thoughts on it because there's people that are backing it up they're claiming sex addiction sex addiction isn't real and i would go on the flip side and say like it's not a defense, right? Like if you're a sex addict and like you said, you're out there just grabbing anything and fucking anything that walks regardless of, of consent. Um, right. You're committing. You're, yeah. But the, that's a problem. Like that. that it, and that's not person. a defense though. Right. Right. It's not a defense. Correct. Um, you can be a sex addict in my opinion, but that doesn't absolve you from what you're doing. Um, that doesn't absolve you from, from just, you know, going out there and, and, and acting fucking reckless. And and we talked about this on the Patreon. Check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash Lance with two L's for bonus episodes. But we talked about this on the Patreon, how like um, people that do bad shit, like always like people defend them with this and that or whatever. But like, what's, where's the credit for like people that aren't doing that shit, right? Like, right. Uh, wh wh why do they get a pass? Because they have that, you know, and addiction is real. It's very bad. Um, it doesn't absolve you from what you're doing. And I think that I, th I think it I think it can be real. I think people struggle with um, anything that rewards them. Right. Like anything that fucks with your reward center, um, anything that fucks with uh, that, um, you know, good make me feel good type shit. Right. Gambling, drinking, um, you know, there's certain things that are designed to make to be addictive, like fucking, you know, crack like crack is just this wildly addictive thing because it it gives people an escape from their from their shitty lives but it ruins lives on top of that so some things in my opinion are more addictive than others i think you can be addicted to sex but i i think you're more addicted to just that that feeling of 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 coming you know what i mean like you're like a you're like an orgasm addict kind of yeah. uh, but it doesn't absolve you from doing so doing just bad guess shit so I guess like maybe I maybe I worded that wrong. Like I think the addiction can be real. But what I mean by like I don't think anyone should care. I don't I don't think like how is that how is that knowing that gonna better or damage anybody's life? Right. People use it as an excuse. Like it, absolutely cuz like to me like when I mean that like once again I think of addiction I think a negative thing, right? Which is why, like, ultimately, I was like, oh, no, it can't be an addiction. But, like, 1,000%, it can be an addiction. But what I mean by, like, addiction is, like, I don't understand how or why, in any sense of the word, it's used against him as a negative thing or why he uses it as a defense mechanism for whatever it is he's saying. You know what I mean? Like, it goes right into the the thing with uh, Walt, Walt Chamberlain, right? Where, like, everyone freaked out because he said he had slept with 10,000 women. <laughs> 
nobody was out here sitting there saying like, oh, shame on him. Shame, 10,000 right, women, right. shame on him. Right. Everybody was like, how's that possible? Like they're doing the math in their head. Like, like to, to me, like, I, I just, I don't, I don't care. Good for you, bro. Like this man slept I don't with have a woman the, a day yeah, for 30 bro, years. <laughs> I don't have the desire to do something like that. But if you have the desire to do something like that, more power to you. Good for you, man. Right. Like, keep up that stamina, bro. <laughs> like man's I just dick is chafed, dog. Like just, but that's where my mindset comes in the sense of like, I don't care. Like yeah. good for you. Like I, dude, if it, I mean, he's a good looking guy, like to a certain extent, like if I was super like famous and successful and good looking, like I can't sit there and say like, I would turn away every woman that made an attempt at me. You know what I mean? Like I, that's controversial, but like I'd struggle from that now. So like, I was about to say, I think you'd have a problem with it. In all honesty, well, one thousand percent, I'd have a problem yeah. with it. But it's it. But that that's that's not an addictive thing or addictive personality in my brain. It's more like mental like thing. We can go into that like a, a whole nother freaking podcast of talking about like my own mental issues I have with that type of stuff. But by no means is it because I'm an addict or like even if I was perfect. So right, like, I make yeah, that it, choice it, because like <laughs> in that moment I want to make that choice, not because. Oh my god! I can't believe I actually did that. Man, my addiction has taken over. What? Right. You don't like, have to be a boy scout, right? Like you don't have right. to be perfect. You, you you know you can, you know you can be addicted to shit. You, you, that's just what it is. Uh, the the problem being, I think it's wild. And this is um, <clears throat> it made me think of that South Park episode where they have the celebrities they test like butters and them about like they test the kids for sex addiction because um they claim like every celebrity that was getting in trouble for anything was claiming sex addiction like tiger woods for example was claiming that he was a sex addict um uh fucking they in that episode they talk about uh who was it i think it was uh, who's the guy with who's the comedian with the gap in his teeth um the late night host, uh, fucking, um, God damn it. Uh, late, I'm about to look this up. Late night host with gap in teeth. <laughs> I'm literally going to Google this. Is a fucking Letterman. Is. is it David Letterman? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yes, it's yes, David yes, Letterman. It is, it so is. like, so like he's. I guess he doesn't have it anymore, but like, um, like he's in the episode, like, and they have the class for sex addiction. Um, he's in the episode. I think like fucking like Mark McGuire's in there. Tiger mm. Woods is in there. It's like every celebrity that got in trouble for doing anything, um, they they would claim sex addiction, and so South Park made fun of that as like a thing. And then that's whenever it started about like you know sex addiction isn't real. Like everybody likes having sex. No shit. Um, like you can't hide behind sex addiction as a thing. Um, every single time you get in trouble for something and it's continuing now it's just going to show like you know James Franco comes out in this fucking interview and he's throwing out things that he's addicted to and it's almost like a feel sorry for me type thing like these this is why I am the way that I am see see what people grab onto right and it's it's like dude like I don't even know what he got in trouble for but I remember like I just remember he like fell off like he went from being like in everything to he wasn't, and then even like Seth Rogen, because I remember that was a big thing too. Like something came out where he did something. Seth Rogen pretty much was like disowned him. He was sleeping with students. Um, let's see. Uh, so 
he addressed sexual misconduct allegations against him for the first time a few months after he settled a lawsuit for $2.2 million that alleged that he and his associates coerced acting students into performing sexually explicit scenes on camera. The actor broke his silence with SiriusXM's uh, Jess Cagle, um, where he discussed the allegations and his history with addiction. Um, and this is what I'm talking about. Like, literally right there in this article, it says with addiction. Like, he's well, like, yeah, talking like, about Because part of that, things. like cool like whatever you want to say no you're just a piece of shit like like what like i don't know man right like it doesn't absolve you from anything and like people can support him or not support him um like i just i find it weird that um there's always an excuse for doing things rather than being like yeah, maybe I shouldn't have done that. Yeah, I was just a, I was a dipshit. Like, oh, <laughs> you well, know, why, why, like... Did you, why did you, why did you grab her ass like that? Oh, I'm a sex addict. Right. Like, I'm sorry. <laughs> forgive me. What? Like, no, you're, you're a shithead. Like, what? Yeah, I give back rubs at the office to all the female employees because I'm addicted to sex. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, had a really rough childhood. I was beat from a young age. <laughs> That's how it is. Like, uh, that pastor uh, should have said, no, I wish I can go back and do it differently. Yeah, that's what it is, man. It's fucking, everybody's always got, like, some dark story. It's like, bro, like, everybody's got demons, but not everybody's out here fucking anything they want or trying to fuck anything. That, you know what I mean? Like, We're at, at a certain point, you got to fucking grow up and be like, hey, like, maybe I made a mistake. You know, like, I, I made a mistake. And, and in the interviews, like, I get it. Like, some of these interviews are... um uh presented in a way to draw out bullshit like that right to try to make the interview more compelling to try to get some sort of like you know and people always you say oh, there's no there's yeah and they're, they're they're like there's there's no empathy anymore like what about his side of the story well his side yeah. of the story is that he was out there doing some sketchy shit and uh the reasons behind it is because he was addicted to sex because yeah, i'm sure a, there's sex he's addicts an out there Teen alcohol, right. teen alcoholic is addicted to sex. Well, it, it goes back to that fucking point. Like, what about all the sex addicts that aren't out there doing this shit? There are people that are sex addicts that that do not do this. There are people that are addicted to like fucking I don't know, addicted to gambling that are not uh, fucking ruining their lives over it. Right? They're they're addicted right. to it. They they have a problem with it. But they 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 do learn. They get help, and they they take matters into their own hands to to get help with what they're with what they're dealing with, um, and and that's why I I have I don't have a ton of sympathy for him, especially yeah. whenever he settles the fucking lawsuit already. He settled it. Like I don't I don't feel necessarily bad for him, like. Just because, like, you know, yeah, you, you've got an addiction. It's a real thing. Uh, I think it's ignorant for people. That comes from somebody that's never, like, struggled with anything. People that say that, like, addiction isn't real or, like, some sort of addiction isn't real. Uh, like, comes from people that, that I feel like don't struggle with stuff like that. Um, and, and, like, you know, sex addiction isn't real. Sex addiction is just the funny addiction. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's the easy one to make fun of. Like, gambling ruins families and ruins lives and people go into debt. Crack addiction is, is you know, fucking awful. Uh, alcoholism is not, like, you know, that breaks up families, ruins lives. Any kind of drug addiction in general. Um, fucking, like, video game addiction, like, people, like, talk about, like, that, that one's kind of, like, people still don't really believe that that's a thing either. 
Uh, and sex addiction is just the funny one. It's like, yeah, dude, oh, yeah, I'm addicted to sex too. Oh, yeah, I, got, I get a boner a day. I'm addicted to sex. And it's like, you know, there's people out there that got like oral fixations that like can't help but suck on anything phallic. Like to me, that's an addiction, you know, like you put a fucking like this microphone right here. Like if I had an oral fixation, like I'd be sitting here just like with this shit in my mouth the whole time. You know, they just can't. <laughs> you mean, you, you know, they, yeah, they, <laughs> they can't they can't control it, you know, and it's um, it's 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 a real fucking thing. But, you know, maybe get help for it before you're out here doing this shit like you're upset because people sued your ass <laughs> you're upset because people like you lost 2.2 million dollars and now you're trying to get help you know like, yeah i'm sorry right i'm sorry fucking mark Wahlberg out here uh, fucking being <laughs> upset years after the fact you know people bringing it up and then he gets upset and wants to talk about it. And like, I mean, I'm glad that he came out with the interview, I guess, cause it was interesting to like, listen to, but at the same time, like, I just don't, I have trouble feeling sympathy for people like that whenever they're clearly trying to get some type of like empathy or sympathy. Right. It's like, I don't really feel any for you because you know, you fucked up, but you're trying to make people feel bad for you. Right. You're not yes. the victim here. Let's say a hard <laughs> You're not the victim. Don't make it out like you are the victim. Fucking stop, <laughs> dude. It's weird. It's fucking strange. And I, I just don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't really get it. And, um, uh, that was just kind of one of the things that I, I, I kind of wanted to, to end off on, so to speak. Um, I, uh, I, I think it's interesting. I think people's takes are inherently bad. Maybe mine are too, but I just think that it's just generally people have these hard stances on everything. Like, you know, fucking sex addiction isn't real. Uh, fucking, you know, um, Louis CK should never perform again. Louis CK. There are people that are like, Louis CK should die. Like, and it's like, okay, he masturbated in front of somebody dog. Like, you know, what did it, <laughs> whether it was consensual, not consensual, like, like whatever, like you were not there. We have right. no idea how to get the full story. Um, I'm not sitting here like playing devil's advocate, like arbitrarily just to piss people off. But the fact is like, why are people so divided on it and still supporting him? Unless like, you know, like there's not some merit to, to the entertainment and there's not some merit to his side of the story where he's like, Hey, you know, I'm kind of yeah. into some weird, gross shit, and I thought that they, they wanna, would be too. They want to get in. <laughs> they want to get all up in arms about that, but ain't no one talk about the Maxwell case, right? And it's like the energy's <laughs> just weirdly placed. Like I saw people uh, talking about, um, so like your mom's house podcast, like the one with Tom Segura and yeah. uh, Burt Kreischer and people like that. Massive podcast, right? People were like. Um, you know, I was, I've been listening to this podcast for four years. It's been a big, huge part of my life, but I can't listen to it anymore because you guys in, endorse Louis CK. Like, and it's like, well, that's weird. That's, that's weird energy. Like you can, like, I mean, I guess like whatever, like if you want to be mad about something, um, that you really don't understand like inherently like nobody really right. understands it other than the people that were there uh, but to me that's always like weird energy it's like people they get mad because you follow certain people or people follow you i had somebody get mad like during that like whole twitch me too movement where like twitch streamers were getting canceled left and right yeah um for all sorts of gross shit 
I had people like fucking DMing me being like, dude, I want you to know you're following this guy. And I'm like, dude, I don't even know who the <laughs> fuck that is, bro. Like, I, I I probably followed him seven years ago when I made my account. And they're like, yeah, he was out there like showing his dick to people and making people, you know, do shit sexually. And I'm like, dude, I don't. OK, like, I don't it doesn't mean I love that person. It doesn't mean that I like. You know, I probably followed that person back after some bullshit or something, you know, like, but people are right. so invested. People are like, got to like the things that I like. You must support the things that I support. And if you don't, then fuck you. Fuck yeah. you. Fuck you. I'm going to go sit in my little tiny echo chamber and never experience anything else in the world. I'm never going to experience any new information or any new opinions. I'm going to sit here in my own little bubble and I'm going to listen to people regurgitate the same garbage opinions that I have known my entire life. It's like your confirmation bias is that bad. Yeah. I, I've never understood that philosophy. Like never, ever, ever have I ever understood this, that philosophy. You like so-and-so I don't like so-and-so. So therefore I can't like you. Yeah, I think uh, I think Andrew Schultz made a good point about it when they were talking about um, Crystalia's situation, right? Crystalia was yeah. uh, supposedly texting underage fans, and uh, whenever he learned that they were underage, he would stop texting them. But the big problem that people had was that he was trying to fuck fans. Like, I'm not, are you talking about Topher? Who? Topher, Crystalia, didn't he play? Uh... Topher and Workaholics? Oh, I don't know what he played in Workaholics. I haven't seen Workaholics. Let me see. Hold on. Um, Go ahead. But, continue your story. Yeah, Chris D'Elia is a, is a, is a stand-up comic, obviously, that uh, um, he got in a lot of trouble for, like, texting fans. And people were like... So what ended up happening was um, he was texting fans, finding out, like, where he could fuck. Yeah, right? so hold on. that that It was. So Chris D'Elia played Topher. He was the dude that... uh. Remember, like, it was like uh, they initially met him because they were on the J Justin Bieber uh, chat. And, uh, I haven't watched shows the show. Up. Oh, dang, dude. Yeah. If like, you watch I... the Topher episode, you, this this whole situation is super funny. Because <laughs> the whole episode, like, he comes to, to have sex with a little boy. And the entire episode, oh. because he's super cool, that they, like, they try to get him just, like, to fall for, like either men his age he's like no dude i'm not gay and then like so they try to get into like like younger women but like not like underage women so oh sorry go ahead God. it just Wait, it's so funny that's... that you're telling this story and he literally got in trouble for the same thing well you know what's weird about that is like he played a pedophile in that movie or that show you yeah like in that show you where the guy's like stalking the girl, he plays a celebrity pedophile. Like he's trying to fuck like an underage girl. She's like 14 or 15 or something like that's really weird that he has now played two roles where he's a pedophile and then people were accusing him of being a pedophile. That's weird. Well, yeah, he's been it's been pulled off like every streaming uh, platform like that one episode. That's weird. Okay, maybe I need to like rethink some things or do some more research because that's very weird that he would, <laughs> in two different occasions, he's been like, okay, whatever. Rape casted um, as a predator and yeah, <laughs> and he gets in um, trouble in real life. 
So like, but but what was happening? I'm just going to describe the situation as far as I know it. Is he was texting fans, trying to fuck every time like he would like go to a new city, like he would like have people's contacts or whatever, meet fans there, and then anytime he came back to that city, he would text them to try to like to try to fuck, try to meet up and fuck. And people were like, initially, like when he found out that they were underage, uh, he would he would cut it off. That was kind of the thing. And then people turned to. Um, well, why is he trying to fuck his fans in the first place? There's a power dynamic issue there. Um, why is it that when a, a comic does that, um, but uh, every NBA player does that, every NFL player does that, every college basketball player does that, every college baseball, football player does that, um, every musician does that. Like, they all fuck fans, but nobody talks about it until a comedian does it. You know what I mean? Right. Yep. Or or like uh, in, in this case, like, you know, with fucking, you know, like streamers, right? Like they 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 might they they've done it right. Like there are people that have been streamers that have met somebody in their community that have gotten married and now they have a family and nobody ever says anything about that. Now, granted, is it inherently predatory if you're doing it, if you're seeking out everything right? Like and you're using your where, where it becomes a power dynamic issue is like those weirdo fucking YouTubers that were like, do you know who I am? Uh, you got to send me this because all these other girls are sending me this and they're talking right. to like fucking underage girls. That's a power dynamic issue. Yep. Like whenever you're a fan of a musician, of a basketball player, of a football player, baseball player, um, a fucking Olympic athlete, because I'm sure Michael Phelps is out there crushing puss, too. Like, you know what I'm saying, though? Like, there's, yeah, there's yeah, no, like fans and people don't get it. People have never been in the situation where they are desirable. They have never been in a situation where they in mass are desirable by a lot of people. Like, if you have spent any time around college athletes, if you have spent any time around uh, professional athletes, um, like girls find you like. Like, talking about people being outside of hotel rooms type find you. They find out right. what room you're staying in and there might be a line of them. Like there's been NBA, there's been uh, NBA players talk about this, like in, in terms of uh, I think Magic Johnson was talking about it. Like he, he would sometimes have multiple girls just in his room when he came back. Like when you're desirable in mass on that scale, is there a power dynamic? Probably. Are you abusing it? I don't necessarily think so because it seems super consensual in my opinion. It seems like, oh my God, I really, really love this person and I'm gonna, um, I, I, I think that they're desirable and I'm gonna say that I had sex with fucking uh, uh, Boo Boo Lewis, you know? Like, right. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna have sex Lewis. with Boo Boo Lewis, you know? And like, and is it fucked up in some ways morally, maybe? Because, you know, they look up to you and they're fans of your work. They don't really know you, but they kind of want to, like, claim you, so to speak. Um, like, say that you've that they've done that. Um, but it's a real thing that's happening. But it only seems to be an issue whenever a comic does it. Or, uh, you know, again, they're the easy targets. But nobody talks about the fact that, that Dwight Howard has, like, 15 baby mamas because he was out there fucking every fan that came up to him. I just... And I wonder why that is, man. Like, I, I, I've i never understood why people hold, like, comedians to such a high, like, you and I were talking about this last week, even, like, yeah. comedians have some issues. That's why they're comedians. Yeah. Like, and, like, it's, I, I don't understand why it's acceptable for, like, a rock and roll musician to have groupies. And, you know, they follow the tour bus and maybe they, maybe they uh, have some casual sex here and there. Like, how is that different? How is it different? 
How is it different when a rapper throws a fucking party and has like wall to wall women come through and, 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 you know, has, has sex with not only fans, but like has girls, uh, there to, to have sex with their entourage as well. Right. Like, how is it so vastly different? People act like they're two separate issues, and they're not. Like, the fact is that fandom has gotten to a point where that is a thing. Even back in the day, it was a thing. Like, you're telling me that the Rolling Stones were out there crushing puss? Did you see the the Beatles, even? You want to talk about yeah. some, like, corny-ass <laughs> corny band like the Beatles with them derpy-ass bowl cuts? They were talking about they had to have security escort them in and out because of the amount of women that were trying to, like, literally latch onto them just to touch them. Like, pure fandom is obsession. And is it a problem? Yeah. But, like, it's not like it's a new thing. Stop right, acting general. like it's new. Right. We were talking about Robin Williams earlier. That motherfucker, they were talking about uh, him in that documentary that he would leave stand-up comedy shows and just grab a woman out of the crowd and she would go with him and 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 they would hang out and, and, and fuck and then, and then he would never talk to him again. He was out there picking women out of the stands, dude. Like, you know, like, I, I don't, I don't understand it. I, I don't get it. I don't, I don't, there's probably a lot of people that really disagree with me on this point, but, and that's fine, but it doesn't stop it from being like being an true. actual thing. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's being like, facts. I'm not, I'm not coming from a place of like, yeah, you should be able to fuck fans. Like, I'm not necessarily saying that. I'm just saying like, it's a thing that's happening. Why is it okay? Where's the double standard coming from where all of these people can fuck fans, but you can't like in, in, in this in this profession over here you can't fuck you can't have sex with your fans you can't um you know uh do this over here uh, and i'm not saying unconsensually somebody's gonna take that and be like oh yeah he's okay with fucking he's okay with uh sexual harassment things like that these are consensual acts of being like oh my god like i'm 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 gonna have sex with lebron james oh my god you know it's like people are excited to do it they're offering it up they're throwing it at them bro like if they could, instead of throwing a bra on stage at a concert, if if they could ball themselves up and launch themselves onto the stage completely naked, they would do it. Like, that's... And again, does it make it morally okay? I don't know. That's not for me to decide. But the fact is, there's a huge <laughs> double standard with it. Yeah, dude. I'm not morally perfect by any means. That's why, like, maybe I'm on... That's, that's why I'm on that fence of, like, I just don't care. None of my business, dude. Can't sit there and say I wouldn't do the same if I was in, like, had the exact same fame and same problems. Yeah, I just... Because I've done the same ridiculous. with less, the, like, with half the fame and problems. Actually, more than <laughs> less than half, so... It's just, it's crazy, man. Um, That's all I really have for today. Do you have anything that you wanted to talk about nah. for me? No sir. Okay. No sir. That's all I really. That's all I really have for today. Thank you guys so much for listening or watching whatever you're doing with this. Be sure, as always, to check out the Patreon. We got bonus episodes coming at your dome piece every week at Patreon.com/slash Lance with two L's. Um, we talked about a lot of stuff today. Uh, I hope you enjoyed. Even if you didn't agree with everything that we said, even if you don't align with us, um, that's okay. Because that's the beauty of it. We can talk about things and, and not have people uh, shit their fucking diapers over it. So thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. And we will see you next week. Peace.